Welcome to Definitely Maybe Agile, the podcast where Peter Madison and David Shurrock discuss the complexities of adopting new ways of working at scale. Hello and welcome to another episode of Definitely Maybe Agile. Today we continue our series on how business agility impacts your bottom line. What's on the cards today, Dave? Um, this is this is really an interesting one. I think the last time we talked, we talked about internal and external perspectives when we were talking about profitability. And I wanted to revisit the conversation that we had about reducing costs because there's the reducing costs, which is just operational expense of getting stuff done. But there's w- something else that we're seeing in a lot of organizations that really understand business agility is around A topic which is very important to a lot of organizations now is around HR and retention or attrition of the team getting the job done. And this doesn't really hit your operational expense necessarily, but it's something that really can be a distraction and a churn generator within an organization if you're really fielding um, that recruitment problem or attrition slash retention problem. I'd I'd agree, and because it's very expensive to hire. And uh, when you're looking at building a culture, there's two sides to this, right? There's the one which is you want a client, a culture where people uh, want to be, where they want to work together, where they want to collaborate, where they want to create awesome products and they want to uh, uh, be with people they enjoy working with and they want to be continually learning. And so we want to build those those cultures, those organizations uh, where people want to stay. And that also is the culture that people want to come to. People are attracted by that. And that makes it easier to to hire and bring people in and easier to find great people as well. So I, I think I see it as kind of those two two sides of it. It's, uh, I was actually having a conversation a couple of weeks ago now with a CEO for an organization where they came clean and said 90% of their time is recruitment. Like recruitment, that that re- not just the attraction, but retention becomes, I mean, it's it's a little bit like, you know, it's always easier to work with like, retaining a customer is always cheaper than attracting a new customer. Well, if I replace the word customer there, retaining our employees, our best employees is always better than trying to go out and find somebody and the whole cost that that entails. And we're in the we're in a big sort of period of of change in that space right now. And I think it it's therefore doubly important that we recognize that the environment that we're building is has a huge impact on that aspect of, of uh, recruitment. I, I agree because we're I, I, every every organization I'm talking to and working with at the moment uh, has open positions and uh, and a lot of open positions too. Everybody's looking for for great people to fill them and for for lots of reasons. Uh, some of it is because of uh, of attrition and people moving on. Other parts of it are simply because of growth uh, and there's uh, trying to find the right people. Uh, takes time and it takes effort. And so one of the ways in which uh, uh, business agility can help your bottom line, help you in this space is by helping you attract the right people and help you uh, help the, you, and I keep, I kind of feel is a little bit of a strong word, but it uh, gives people a good reason to want to stay with you and work with you and uh, build and uh, help the organization grow. Well, I always loved what, I think it was Reed Hastings was writing about LinkedIn many years ago about this idea of sort of a three-year period with an employee. Their goal at LinkedIn, I believe, and I'm paraphrasing an article I read many years ago, but their goal was to sort of map out a three-year journey and hope that 
you know, they would have an employee-employer relationship and they'd expect it to last around three years and hopefully be able to negotiate and set out the next three years and the next three years. But they recognize it as an opportunity for both sides to learn from one another, gain something that moves both sides forward. And I think that's a great sort of articulation of what we look for in a business, in an agility in an organization, which is really elevating that whole conversation around employees to how to to more of a partnership where there's really something that's both sides are benefiting from and we want to have that conversation and maybe three years is too short and we want to be able to have a longer um, relationship but that's something that is continually reviewed and revised in organizations that are embracing agility because because the environments that they're working in are continually changing and the objectives they're working for and the you know the opportunities which are there shift continually which is uh, and of course, not everybody likes constant change. So, so you're going to have people who are going to find that strange, but you're going to have parts of your organization which are going to stick together. You're going to have the right people for the culture that you need at that moment in time. Yeah. You can have a stronger understanding of what that means and the kinds of people that you're looking for to fill those roles, which in turn makes it easier to uh, uh, keep the organization uh, Together and heading in the direction you wanted to head. Uh, so, with that, how would you sum this up in uh, in sort of three points? Well, so I think the first one is recognizing, especially in the today's climate, understanding that retention and uh, the corollary of attrition of the people that you have working in your organization is a significant impact on the bottom line, on on wasted time and effort and investment. So that's number one, just re- recognizing that. And, and I think many organizations recognize it. Perhaps what they don't always follow up with is the understanding of agility and, and what impact that can have in terms of attraction um, and, and retention. The, the second one is, is a lot of it is bringing people up into that conversation. And I use that example from uh, LinkedIn, but there are many more than that. And there's of, of just understanding that there's, it's more than an employee-employer Relate, kind of contractual relationship or transaction. And then the th- third one might be, I, I think you put it really, really well, of the right fit at the right place. So I was describing it in terms of change and opportunity because that's something that I really relate to. Um, and I think you brought it down really, really nicely to say, well, there's the right fit. You've got the right people and the right fit. And that's something that um, agility enables or at least is in the heart of what they're trying to, uh, what we're trying to do when we're talking about that. Yeah, it's that, uh, that people focus of uh, business agility that gives you an understanding of what the roles are, what they align to, a better understanding of what do you actually need to be able to uh, deliver as an organization. Yeah. Uh, so, so with that, we'll uh, wrap this up for today. If, uh, as always, you can reach out to us at uh, feedback at definitelymaybeagile.com. And thank you, Dave. <laughs> Thanks again, Peter. You've been listening to Definitely Maybe Agile, the podcast where your hosts, Peter Madison and David Sharrock, focus on the art and science of digital, agile, and DevOps at scale.